Okay, we are back, we are back This is another episode, another topic uh, Today I'm going to have a special guest So I'm super, super excited about that So without further ado I'm going to introduce said guest, said co-host For this week's episode It's so exciting, this is so exciting This is this is what I uh, dreamt of when I initially thought of doing a podcast is to spark these conversations and open this discourse and to have a person come in and give me their take on things you know that that's what it's all about it's all about putting our idea uh putting our ideas together uh bringing uh two different ways of thinking together so that's always been interesting to me that's always been the main goal of tell me if i'm wrong is to talk about the vulnerabilities that we all share because a lot of people are not brave enough to talk about the the vulnerable aspects of their personality and the hardships that they go through they tend to want to show the the highlights of their life versus the low light but here on tell me if i'm wrong we're going to talk about everything all the highs the lows the in-betweens the success stories the failures because i feel like you learn from every uh, every situation in your life. Without further ado, I present to you a good friend of mine. I call her D, but her name is Devin. So make sure you guys show your love, show that support, and yeah, let's get into this conversation. As a woman, as a black woman, how do you feel mental health has affected your life? Do you think it is like a, a a thing that we shy away from as black people in general? Or is it something that we need to embrace more? Okay, so the first, to the first question, how do I feel as a black woman about mental health? I feel like, to be completely honest, as a black woman, it could be severely neglected. Like, we're so... And, and it's historical, you know, it goes back generations and generations, but black women are so used to having to bear the burden of everyone's struggle at any given time. So for us, the same way, well, the same way in a different way that it is for black women, we don't have time to worry about our mental health. We're so busy being super women and caring for everything that we're just picking up and going. So a lot of us are living in trauma. Mm. And trauma is what's carried us to this point where we're strong and independent, but we're not understanding that trauma is the reason that we are being so strong in the first place, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Secondly, to the second question, yes, as Black people as a whole, we severely neglect mental health and you can see the effects in the young kids when they're growing up. And you got super thugs at nine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's nine-year-olds out here shooting people, killing people, robbing people, blah, blah, blah. And we're worried about, oh, why is that nine-year-old robbing people? And I'm trying to figure out, where did this nine-year-old get the idea that robbing people was the best thing to do? <laughs> Instead of being a fool or teaching him how to start a business, where did the nine-year-old get the gun from? 
And I think those parts of mental health are passed by severely, not just black people, but especially our black kids. Like we're forgetting that our trauma is being melded onto the children. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely definitely a generational thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's, I wouldn't even say generational. I would say when they taught us about, well, when we were taught about, or if you researched it, nature versus nurture, that is a nurture effect. The nature effect is I gotta be strong and I can't show my emotions. The nurture effect is what do I have to do to survive in this world? I'm seeing pimps, I'm seeing drug dealers, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that. And they're surviving and making money while my mom was working three jobs and she could barely afford the bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you become numb to it. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. And and I would say it's a it's an all around. It's hard to pinpoint the start of it hmm. because it's been going on since we got kidnapped. Just little things that we don't think about on a day to day basis, like especially if you've grown up in a situation where you didn't have to worry about eating. Mm-hmm. You got to think about a child who watches their parents bust their butts <laughs> to go to work and bring home money to barely be able to afford a bill and food. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely comes to it. Stress is a cause of mental health. But piggybacking off of something that you said was as far as uh, when you talk about women being super women and being strong enough not to uh, address mental health, which I feel like that's the thing for black people in general. I feel like we deal with so much and we're often taught that we have to be the, the strongest person. Don't, don't get help. That's the that's for weak people. That's a weak minded uh, mindset. Oh, OK, well. Boy, you be all right. Just go ahead and get over it. No, I'm like, oh, you be all right. So we ignore it and we keep continuing to just walk around. And then on top of that, we have trauma that we suppress over time and time and time, years and years and years. And eventually it comes out. But when it comes out, it comes out in a destructive manner too. So it's a, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things, I'm telling you. Yeah, and absolutely the destructive manner, I mean, We've watched it happen for generations. We've watched it happen and now we're here. And it's kind of like I've been enjoying the 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 consciousness shift among black people. I've been enjoying it. And especially the young the young generation, the people like 15 to 18, they've been passing the torch, baby. They've been they've been fighting for it. I love it. But the switch between UBI to go to fucking therapy. <laughs> we don't embrace therapy though. We really don't. I think it's something that we, we have to embrace though. Something that we have to embrace. I think we saw oh, what other people think about us. And I don't even think, think it's like a sign of weakness, which is not. To be honest, I don't think it's the perception that's holding us back. It's the thought of and this is and to be honest, this is what I hear from most of my brothers and sisters. Like a lot of them don't understand the thought process behind paying someone to listen to them. Mm. And I had to explain to one of my other friends, you're not paying someone to listen to you. 
you're paying someone to help you sort your mind out because just like if you were to see somebody on the outside like oh they have issues mm. they might not think they have issues because they're in their mind they think they're functioning just fine but on the outside <laughs> we all have it yeah, uh-huh on the outside we're seeing the function and we're like oh no baby you need help and that's what i think as a whole black people have to understand what you see from yourself may not be what everybody else is seeing what you're projecting everybody's trying to tell you you need to go to a therapist and you're saying i'm fine i'm good i've always been good my mom ain't get no therapist my grandma ain't get no therapist i don't need no therapist <laughs> and the fact of the matter is your grandmama your mama your daddy your uncle should have gotten a therapist yeah, but we're, so, we're so used to dealing with problems and stuff like that yeah we're, we're strong people but at the same time i think we hold in a lot of stuff and over oh, the years, when, as the years pass by, it becomes worse. When you internalize anything, especially uh, negative emotions, whether that's heartbreak, whether it's resentment or, or hate or whatever the case is, and you hold on to that shit, like, it, it, I'm telling you, when it comes to the surface, man, it all comes out and you can't stop it. A lot of times people black out. You ever heard somebody blacking out? That means yeah, you don't know what they're doing. Everything comes, all those emotions, all the pain. Yeah, might have stepped on your big toe. All that shit, all that, all that stuff comes up. So I feel like we have we have to normalize. Just it's okay to ask somebody for help. It's okay just to vent to somebody. You don't have ask to ask professional somebody. help to vent and get your frustration though. And you know what? The venting, black people, we can vent because we talk shit all day to each other. Whatever. Yeah, play it's the, no, not in a serious matter to the point where yeah, it's, it's, to be honest if I was to make an assumption and I'm not a sociologist so don't quote me but to make an assumption it all goes back to us being strong and not to say being strong is a bad thing absolutely not but we got to think about all the things like trauma a lot of people don't realize trauma can be built into your DNA. All of the black people in America have these traumas built into their DNA. That's why you can see a two-year-old, see a cop walking down the street mm. and they hide before they even realize yeah. they're old enough to even internalize the fact that you just mm. hid from a cop. You know what I'm saying? And that comes down to the generations of people not getting help. We have to be strong we learn like it's kind of like how you see dogs react to things where the mother went through something traumatic with the owner mm. and then it's the puppies automatically act weird towards the owner it's the same thing with black people yeah it's we've an been through that we have exactly we've been through so much as people literally and i'm not even talking about black people just in america as a whole darker skinned people have been through things that it, it it did something to us in our minds where we're like, oh, don't show weakness when the fact of the matter is weakness is a natural part of life. Mm. It definitely don't, show, don't show emotions. Emotions are a natural part of your life. You can't run from them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So talking about, <laughs> talking about emotion and, and I feel like that's, that's one thing that men especially Mm-hmm. Not necessarily black men, but just men in general. I feel like we do not want to be seen as vulnerable. So 
mm-hmm. we go out our way to try to act super tough or yeah, like I've got everything together. Men should never cry. Like that's the dumbest mm-hmm. thing I've ever heard. Everybody cry. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna say that's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> and the same people that don't cry behind closed doors. So it's okay to be vulnerable. It, it doesn't make you soft or gay or no shit like that. And I feel like we have that <laughs> that negative notion that oh if i do this then people gonna look at me less than a man like, mm-hmm. and me not securing your sexuality and that's a whole different conversation that's <laughs> a whole different conversation boy you so mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right like and i'll say this from my experience of dealing with black men yes oh, Lord. you could be <laughs> no no it's not, i'm not i'm not gonna go that deep because <laughs> No, baby, it's, this ain't that conversation, but just deal it. Well, you can, you can tell, you can tell when somebody is hurting and especially to your partner, you don't want to seem like, well, as a man, you don't want to seem like you can't handle it mm. because we live in a society where man up, you a boy, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to be this, you're supposed to be that. We have so many and especially because of the the system that has been in place of men being dominant, strong, this, that, the whole alpha male thing, which is false. Um, <laughs> Got some betas out there too. I don't believe, and I'm gonna, well, that's a whole different conversation why I don't believe in the alpha male, beta male. <laughs> that's a whole different conversation too. But that, and to be honest, I feel like that attributes to men's mental health too, the the whole concept of having to be an alpha male mm. when if you look at wolves for real, because that's you know that's where the, the alpha male, beta male thing came from. Yeah. If you look at wolves, everybody has a place. Mm. If you are not a the strongest male, you still have a place. If you're not the aggressive male, you still have a place. And that's why I think our society as black people are missing where we can have aggressive males and there are aggressive females for those males Mm -hmm. but we can also have the males who are nurturing you may have a dude who want to go to war and then a dude who want to go to the garden but for some reason we're saying the dude who wants to go to the garden is not masculine exactly Mm -hmm. exactly when you need people to protect the garden too (laughs) Like, I, it, it's, it's the whole concept of man up. I think that's that's the biggest thing, the man up shit. Yeah, I feel like we've been oh. mm-hmm, Absolutely, and we had to be. And that's I had to... Do, uh, movies, film, TV, stuff like that. Because when you, when you see men on TV, how they portray alpha males and, and everybody... Strong. Everybody diesel and shit, they strong as fuck for no reason. Everybody wants to make you yeah, yeah, for no reason. You feel like less of a man. And same for women, if you don't have the ideal coat bottle shape and you feel like mm-hmm. you ain't worth it. So it's a lot of it's a lot of that. And you keep hearing it over and over again that oh, this is the ideal of the the man and this is how the woman should look. And you take those things, you like, oh I have to live up to those fantasy ideals, which is <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, where plastic you, surgery can, you, can place, you can place blame on a lot of different uh, uh, avenues and stuff. But I think you uh, have to kind of take responsibility for yourself to uh-huh. know that 
look, I, if I if I need to take a break for my mental health, it's cool to take a break for my mental health. If I need to uh, talk to somebody, even I just talk to a friend or somebody like that, just to get those those frustrations out, then that's something I need to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I think to be honest, and if you know whoever listens to this, take my advice. Take them sick days. I do it all the time. Well, not all the time. Don't. Yes, you, know, you, you do it. Like, you do it enough. I, <laughs> I take oh yes I do absolutely I take my sick days as mental health days when I do not feel here I do not go I do not log into my phone you want to know why because I know if I sit and talk to these people complain about their problems it's not going to help me feel better mm. and in those days where I feel my lowest and I have to go to work I will call out I'll go hike I'll go do whatever I got to do to make myself feel better because at the end of the day, if you're not working for yourself, the job that you got will replace you within a day. They don't care about you anyway. <laughs> they do not care about you. So you breaking your back to impress somebody who, if you die today, they'll have somebody take your promotion tomorrow. I don't care about that shit. So no. So no. Take your mental day. Like, don't work. And I, and I want to say this to all the people. Don't work yourself to death. Working yourself to where you have mental breakdowns ain't it because these people don't care about you. Not the way you think they do. Your boss, your manager, your direct manager may care about you, but the corporation doesn't. And black people have a habit of working ourselves to the grave, literally. Literally. (laughs) And that's not it. Because you're not spending time with your kids. You're not spending time with your family. You're just working and working and working, trying to be successful, and you're not realizing the success that you built is for nobody because nobody care about you no more. Oh, you definitely, you definitely have to take time for yourself, though. Whether that's yeah. work or school or whatever the case is, you still have to, to take time and make sure your your mind is right. And I feel like, like don't do it. <laughs> it's a simple thing to do, but you always try. We always try to tend to push ourselves a little bit more I can go a little bit go a little bit further I can go a couple of days without sleep and which is not a good thing either sleep is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not a good thing and I don't agree it's to it at all I'll go to sleep <laughs> one thing about me I'm gonna go to sleep y'all not gonna say <laughs> no absolutely not because your body needs and your mind needs that time to just reset it needs it if you're always up, your body in biology when we was young, they, they showed they told us that your skin, and I know everybody knows this, your skin every second year, every seven years, you have a whole new coat of skin on your body. Mm-hmm. If your body is regenerating at night or whenever you go to sleep, and you're never sleeping, your mind's not refreshing, your body's not refreshing, it's like having a game on. Like I play Xbox. If I leave my Xbox on overnight for three days, it's gonna burn out. Mm-hmm. The same thing goes with the human mind. Y'all crashing. You're not going to sleep. You're crashing. And last time I checked, when you crash, you gotta go to the hospital. It's an injury. Yeah, it's, it's not. Not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not good for you. Crash is not good for you at all. So, and then we wonder why we have all these problems with our mind especially and I'm not I'm going to say that for the new generation because it's it's mostly us when it comes to the sleep part we have so many issues now and everything's being amplified because ain't nobody going to sleep 
everybody trying to go party or they busy making money 24 seven. And that's cool, you know, do what you do. But you ain't take no time to rest. Yeah. Your mind is scattered. Yeah. Because you've been doing work for 48, 72 hours straight. And no human body can stay awake that long. Mm. No, you're not by You hurt yourself in the long run. Yeah. I, I, I can do that shit though, but it's so it's. I think it's so easy to do, it, especially if you're if you're an ambitious person, and you 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 have your hand in a lot of pots and stuff like that. I feel mm-hmm. like you are more prone to be like, you know what, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. So I don't really have time right now. I can just kind of sleep in between task one and task two, which is okay. Power nap okay, but it's not the same as getting those so seven. Oh eight, no no no, that's better than not sleeping at all. Yeah, of that's- course. Way better. You have to rest your ass somewhere. Exactly. And I was going to say, like, you don't necessarily, a lot of people don't actually work off of the the full eight hour sleep cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes some some people people, going to sleep. Yeah. Some people can go to sleep for two hours and be perfectly fine for the next 22 hours. (laughs) Some people can sleep twice four hours and be perfectly fine mm-hmm. everybody's sleep cycle ain't the same but if you tell me you never go to sleep i know there's something wrong with you in your head i know there is yeah you stressed out and especially and going back to something that we talked about earlier as far as uh compiling on with uh traumatic experiences stuff that you went through in the past mm-hmm. that that makes it worse like mm-hmm. <laughs> Deprived and you're frustrated on top of being sleep deprived, and stuff keeps happening to you. And then you go to job, go to work the next day, and then something else happens to you. So that adds on to it, and then mm-hmm. something else happens the next day, and then it's a mm-hmm. continuous cycle. And I, after a while, you're going to snap, and you don't want to snap because you end up in trouble when you snap in public. Yeah, I was like, snap is a uh, <laughs> snap that is not the place to be. They made shows about that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh, they did. It's called Snap. It's about women who got tired of getting beat up or cheated on or whatever. Uh, and then they, yeah, went crazy and killed somebody. So <laughs> <laughs> they make shows about this shit. Like it's it's real and Snap is and I maybe it's just me. But when I hear the word, oh I snapped or I blacked out, I don't like being me personally. I don't like being in a situation where I don't remember or know what I did. Yeah, I don't not, like being in a situation. That's not a good thing. Exactly. So to be in a situation where I'm snapping or I'm blacking out, I don't know what trauma is going to pop up out of that. I don't know who's going to get what side of me. And that ruins a lot of friendships and relationships. Because when you come to, a lot of people forget. You got to answer for that shit. Whether you was drunk, sleepy, tired, upset, you have to answer for everything you did. And I do not like to be in a situation where I don't remember what I did. And a lot of people live their lives like that. (laughs) Not good. It's it's an awkward conversation. If you're in a a relationship, it's, it's, I don't know. Some people, some people don't believe that that 
talking your problems out is a good thing or honesty is the best policy. It is in the long run because I feel like when you lie, you make situations way worse. And if you were just oh, absolutely. So oh, absolutely. You're, in, you're in a relationship, then you have to worry about not only your mindset and your mental well-being, but the other person's as well. Because you don't want to let everything out and then the other person is not. And then they go off on you because they're storing in a bunch of hurt and pain and stuff that you might have caused. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a double-edged sword when you think about it. Oh, it's, it's, I wouldn't even say double. I'd say more because I don't think a lot like, and like you said, and, I, and I'll start with your statement because it leads into what I was about to say, but a lot of people don't believe honesty is the best policy. But the truth comes out regardless, regardless of what we say, what we do, how we try to cover up the mud and the dirt, mm-hmm. the dirt gonna come up. Yeah, so, yeah, so we have a bunch of people doing dirt and then it get unfolded and everybody trying to play victim because you don't want to be accountable. And that's not cool because you then mess up the next person. And like you said, in a relationship a lot of people don't realize like when you join with someone in a relationship you are then accountable for those people so if you're hurting those people that you're supposedly accountable for and then something happens and they snap Mm. you cannot look around confused and crazy like what happened you know what happened you did it you did this this and this which caused this person to feel this way, this way, this way, and mm-hmm. they got tired of it. And here we are. Mm-hmm. You weren't be- you weren't being honest, so they found out the truth, which is worse than you just telling me the truth in the first place. Because I'll be hurt if you tell me the truth. I'll be crushed if I find out the truth. Yeah, no, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a, it's a it's simplistic. But at the same time, it's complex for everybody because everybody's different. So I can't really, you can't look, you can't loop everybody into the same uh, mode when you think about, uh, especially when you think about uh, being responsible for somebody else's mental health. Now, granted, that person is responsible for their own mindset and how they think and how uh, they deal with problems. But mm-hmm. if, you're part, if you're a part of the problem, instead of being a part of a problem, you know what I'm saying? Then you're just as bad as, as the person that's not taking care of their, their mindset. Say that again. Say that one more time so they can hear it on the I podcast. I wish I could. Let me try something up for you because they need to hear that one more time. If you are a part of the problem, <laughs> you cannot be upset at the outcome. You can't. And that is some of the truest and a lot of, oh man, I hate saying a lot of people, but people don't understand that part. You want to understand why your girl is tripping or your man is tripping, but but you're the problem. You're causing that reaction and you don't understand the reaction, but it's like, but but didn't you do this to that person? What'd you think they was going to do? Oh no, people don't like unicorn Right. I'm like, what what did you think? What did you think that person was gonna do when you when they found you sleeping in the bed with somebody else? You thought they was just gonna throw a party? Pretty they was gonna go get drunk and be over it? Like what did what did you think was gonna happen from that? 
you, you thought it was just gonna be cool, huh? Okay, got it. <laughs> got it. Every every cool. action every action has a reaction, so equal. No what you, you can't never like really dictate somebody else's reaction. So No, so, you cannot. <laughs> whatever you Ooh. put out there is it's what you put out there. So you have to kind of be cognizant of other people. And a lot of time you're in a situation you, you, if you don't know how somebody is mentally and you do something fucked up to them, you're like, oh, that bitch is crazy. Like, yeah, she might be. <laughs> is, she, is she really crazy or are you are you stupid? <laughs> like, and, and man, and I mean, like, I use, for example, in kindergarten, and, I, and I'm sorry, and I'm going to put a warning on it. This is for all my domestic violence survivors. If you feel triggered, please don't. But in kindergarten, they told us two things. Keep your hands to yourself, your feet on the floor, okay? If you do something to somebody, male or female, you hit them, expect somebody to hit you back. Mm-hmm. You kick them, expect somebody to kick you back. You hurt somebody's feelings, expect them to come back. You say something messed up to somebody, expect them to say it back. It is equal. Either keep it to yourself and don't do it and keep it pushing or expect the reaction you get and you don't know what people have gone through. There are people who have been through horrible things mm-hmm. and what you do is gonna press that trigger. And once the trigger is pressed, you can't no, you can't be mad you can't at hunt. what happened. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't be mad at what come out of that because it was your job to hold, how do I say this? If you, I, I put it like this. I entered a contract for people friends, family, whatever. This is what I will allow. This is what I won't allow. If you do something that I won't allow, you cannot be mad at how I react to you because I already warned you. Mm. Yeah, true. You laid out the blueprint. I laid out the blueprint for you. A lot of people lay out the blueprint for other people and they tear up the contract hey, and you, no, wonder yeah, they- why. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder why you in the situation you in. If she says she's crazy, she's jealous as a possessive, you already know that mean don't be having random females coming around. You know that. People, I don't know that. But I think I think it's a lack of respect for people too. I think it's a lack of respect and people just don't care about other people. So people, you might, you can, you can lay the blueprint out, you can write it in cursive, you can put it in bold print and be like, look man, this, this is what I don't like versus this is what I like. This what irritates me. Like, okay, I never break those rules. Like a week later, and all that stuff go right out the window. I right out the window, honey. <laughs> right out the window. <laughs> with a, I feel like blame. If you're a person, if you see somebody has these, I hate saying red flags because it's so trendy now. But if you have a person with no, red, but flags, look, red flags is gonna be a red, the flag. red flags, and they're honest about what those those things are and you continue mm-hmm. to keep pushing and pushing and push it's like, bro, people bring whatever all of this the stuff that we go through on a daily basis form our ideology it forms who we are it forms our characteristics whether that be good bad traumatic all that stuff so when we in a relationship we bring all of that with us not just pre- previous relationships but family relationships mm-hmm. uh friendships all that shit and for for better or for worse trust issues coming in too so you have most people like look i'm gonna treat this person like i want to be treated and if you don't do that you don't know what type of stuff they've been through in the past like i I think you brought that up but you know what i'm saying but it's yeah 
it's it's serious, man. Like, and if you don't take that in consideration, then it's like, why are you even in a relationship in the first place? But I think that goes back to our mental state, because to be honest, and you can disagree with me if you feel like it, we haven't grown up with a generation of people above us who gave a damn about somebody's mental state. And I'll say that as a child of a single black mother, you know what I'm saying? Like she had to do a lot of stuff by herself Mm. and she didn't have the opportunity to break down because she had to take care of me and my my sister. Mm. But there was no father around. And that's what I mean by we didn't get the the consideration that we're used to. Like grandpas and big mamas be together for generations, generations, generations. Mm. And if they're in a healthy relationship, you'll see them doing for each other all the time. She's still in the kitchen even though she can't even walk because her husband got to eat. Because that's just how what they consider. My husband got to eat. He's still going to take the trash out, even though he got to take it with a cane because I'm not letting my wife walk. That kind of consideration for each other. Where it's like, I said I was going to do this to make it easier on my partner. I'm going to do my part. We haven't seen a lot of that. In our generation growing up, we didn't see a lot of that. And because of that, it's it hasn't been taught to us. Mm. So now we're in our... 30, well, 25 through 45. Hey, <laughs> <Jay>, they're real. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say 30, uh, 25 to 35. We're at an age where we're either trying to enlighten ourselves or we stuck in whatever trauma we in. And some people are going backwards. They're, they're regressing in their trauma. Some people was cool, and then they dealt with some people that was still stuck in their trauma, and now they're regressing. So, I think the difference between successful and unsuccessful comes in the middle where what was was said at the beginning and what are you going to be held accountable for? Because absolutely, you probably went through some horrible things. Okay, I get it. But at the age of 25, you done been around enough people. You done talked to enough people. You done read enough memes on the internet. You done heard enough TED Talks to understand that you've become accountable for your mental health and you bringing all that trauma into somebody else's life and mm. thinking it's going to rock move. No, absolutely not. No. Nah. Like I always say, trauma is the same. The body is different. Mm. That's deep. I've, and, I, and, I, and I tell people this all the time. I've seen you before in a different body. Mm. I've seen the type of person you are in a different body. I've seen your trauma in a different body. You're not alone out here. Go talk to somebody. Because there are people who go through the same things, but you're offloading your packages at somebody else's bus stop. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's 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 the worst though. But you have to take self care and self care is important. So I think a lot. Of, I I think another thing is people are so prone to not wanting to be alone, so they tend to keep jumping in the relationship, jumping in the relationship, 
and they don't yeah. even focus on themselves. So if something is wrong, with a, like they're, mm-hmm. they're in one relationship and then blame it off, man, that bitch crazy, and then you go on to the next relationship. But nobody wants to take that accountability mm-hmm. for themselves, and you keep going to everybody else. So your reasoning is, is that person. It's never you. It's this person. That person crazy. He sucked. He this. He childish. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have to take that time to assess yourself. Look at, you know, look inward and see what's wrong with you because we're none of us are perfect. We're imperfect people. Absolutely. <laughs> people false. Absolutely. And I, and to be honest, I tell all of my all of my people close, and I think I told you this before. Like, I spend a lot of time by myself, and not even by myself. Like, you know, there are different types of being alone. Some people like to be alone and outside. Some people like to be alone in the house. Some people like to be alone and just drive down the street. And it, and it, you know, but being alone and being introspective of oneself. Introspective meaning you sit by yourself, look at your actions, look at how you think and look at how you feeling and go, what does this mean to me? You know, just, Am I the person that I said I wanted to be? Am I working towards that? A lot of people don't want to be alone because then they have to face themselves. Yeah. Idle, that idle time is, is, is... Oh, idle time can kill the mind. <laughs> and people don't want to admit when they're wrong for some reason. It's like, it's okay to be wrong, man. It's like, you, it's just you. It ain't like you are surrounded by nobody else. You you sitting there <laughs> taking time for yourself. You're like, okay, well, I could have did this in this situation. I could have reacted that- to this. Uh, maybe that was big as what I, you know what I'm saying, what I made it to be, but, but yeah. Absolutely. And that's where it comes into accountability because a lot of people believe that accountability is like accountable to somebody else and accountability absolutely 100% starts with self. Hmm? If you cannot be, and I, I'll put it like this, forget accountability. You can't be honest with you. You can't stick up to your own words. So what make you think you're capable of sticking up to your word to somebody else? Yeah, for sure. If you can't be honest with you, if you can't be 100 with you, you're not going to never be able to be 100 with somebody else because you don't know what it is. Mm-mm. You don't know better. <laughs> <At all. laughs> you don't know better. And a lot of people live their lives not knowing better and not because you don't know better because there's always somebody in your life that'll tell you that's not the way to go Mm. and you don't know who takes accountability for their actions because they'll have friends around them that don't (laughs) exactly (laughs) if your friends around you don't take accountability for their actions that means 100% of the time you don't either if you have friends who you can sit down and say, hey, you fucking up, then I know you take accountability for your actions <laughs> because your friends ain't going to let you not take accountability. No, they're not. We don't live like that. We don't move like that. Yeah, I think overall, I just think people now just they, they think differently. So <clears throat> people yeah. don't want to be wrong. People don't want to be vulnerable. People don't want to be nothing. In the age of social media, people want to be their best self all the time so p- people put mm-hmm. everything on instagram that's a highlight of their life nobody wants to talk about the the lows or the, the hardship they go through you always see the, the best things oh look at this party i was it was awesome look at this you got the best camera life 
<laughs> That's everything. And it makes he got the red light on the phone. It makes people think that we all perfect. Like this, she got the perfect life. She making money. She making this. She don't tell you that she's struggling. She can barely pay her rent. She lost her car. Right. We all the business that, that, right. right. The business that she started emptied out her savings account. She don't want to tell you that part. That hurts the audience because they look at it and they think it's true. So they go crazy trying to accomplish what you accomplished. And what you think, what they think that you accomplished, you didn't really accomplish. So it puts a lot of strain on them. So it's like it's a, it's kind of fucked up. It's like you you teaching other people to to have these problems and these these mental issues and these breakdowns and all of this stress because they can't live up to what they see on Instagram, whether it be Instagram models, Instagram comedians, or uh, just random chicks with BBL surgeries, like whatever. What, 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 I don't want to go there today. <laughs> You said something there and just speaking on the mental part of that, it's like in general, if you are not strong minded, strong in yourself, what Instagram promotes for your mind is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like like again, like you said, you see Instagram comedians and everything they do is extra funny. Like, for instance, I don't know if you used to watch him on YouTube, but I did. Spoken Reason. Yeah, I never thought he was funny, but go ahead. I'll go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. I, he was I mean, we ain't got to go in there. But Spoken Reason, he was, he was on top yes. when he was, uh, you know what I'm saying? When he was making music, he was on, I mean, music, excuse me. When he was making videos, he was on top. Spoken Reason has gone through a lot in the midtime from the time he fell off. And for some reason in in our generation, when you fall off, especially in social media, when you fall off, there's like it is a it's a death sentence almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you don't exist anymore. You don't exist any exactly it's almost a death sentence where it's like, okay, if I don't get this many subscribers, this many followers, this many this, this many that. I don't exist. And it's like, no, this is this is entertaining. <laughs> Maybe this is like the TV. <laughs> this, is, this is live television you watching. This ain't real life. Yeah. This, this is what people televise. Like, you watch Love & Hip Hop and you don't think that's real, but you see a woman posting a BBL surgery with, with dumbbells, like she just woke, worked yeah. out, and you think that's real. Oh, yeah. baby. How she walks, that's how she walks. <laughs> it's all TV. <laughs> all TV, it's all entertainment. Everything's entertainment. It is distracting you from everything else wrong with you, everything wrong with the world. That's all it's for. You not paying attention to the news because you watching somebody on Instagram do a little TikTok dance. Of course. And that's how it is. It's amazing. I, mean, I think social media, man, it's it's crazy. But look how much we check our phones and shit. Now you you check your phone so much for other people's approval, which that factors into your mental health too. Because you, every yes, fact, you, you refreshing your page, like oh, it's such and such like my picture. They send 
Let me do that. And you got other people acting outside of themselves, especially with the reels and the, the IGTV. Oh, like everybody else. And then Instagram, I'm not, I'm, oh, I don't want to single out Instagram, but social media, especially. But most people use Instagram. Some use Instagram. As, as, I was about to say, Instagram and Twitter are the. <laughs> Instagram with reels and stuff like that is basically promoting you to try to be somebody else. Like, here, this is trending. I try this. You do that. You do that too. Everybody follow. Oh, and have you have you seen the new update where they 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 show you what's trending and say it is say try the reel try. with yeah with this music yeah. and try this this technique and do this and it's like why do you want everybody to be the same? Everybody posting the same content using the same song. I was. <laughs> it's not promoting the same song. <laughs> <laughs> like where is that at? You hear the same the same song ten times in a in a thirty second window. has been another episode of tell me if i'm wrong if you enjoyed today's episode please like share with a friend make sure you subscribe to the page continue that support continue that engagement and i'll see you guys and gals next time love